Hello, I'm Jeff. My wife and I host Message of Hope. Message of Hope wants to be your weekly inspirational, motivational, and non-judgmental friend to help you through your week as we share Bible truth and life experiences to let you know you're not alone. Let's join Sandra to see what Message of Hope she has today. Hello, I'm Sandra. Today, I want to talk about something that I think is critically important to everyone on the face of the earth, and I will explain as I share. Years ago, I was reading the Left Behind series of books written by Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins. I had never been an avid reader, and I was amazed at how this series had immediately captured and held my attention, that it actually had me looking forward to reading more daily, so much so that I read not only the first book in the series, but I think it was the first five or six books in the series before I stopped. I didn't complete the entire series, and I'll explain why later. Right now, I want to give you a little backstory on myself. I was raised in and attended church and was very active in whatever church I attended my whole life, and I always felt that I treated others well and I tried to do the right things. I considered myself a good person and felt as if I was living a decent life and therefore pretty confident that I was secured a place with God for eternity and that because I was a good person, that God would be pleased with me. At least, that was my hope. As I have gotten older, I have learned that everyone has their own perspective of themselves, and even someone that I might think of as a bad person might actually think of themselves as a good person, and they may be, it's not my place to judge. But let's be honest, most all of us think of ourselves as good people. What matters is, what are we measuring that decision from? I'm just saying that the only way we can be certain of whether we're being the right kind of person and living our lives in a way that is pleasing to our Father God is to compare ourselves against what the Bible shows us that we should be modeling our lives after. We cannot depend on our own judgments of ourselves. We cannot depend on our friends or any other person's judgment of us either, because any of these sources could only measure us against what they themselves consider good according to how their family or conditions or life experiences dictated what was good in their opinion. But the Bible warns us in 2 Corinthians 10:12 by saying, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. There it is. The Bible states it's not wise to seek to measure ourselves by our own self, nor by others. So back to the Left Behind series. The biggest wow moment for me was when the fictional character Bruce Barnes, who was an assistant pastor of a small church 
and who thought he was a Christian prior to the rapture, had a harsh and very rude awakening when he realized that he was left behind. He was both shocked and dismayed that all the things he had done for the church and other people were not enough for him to be included in the rapture. After all, he thought he was a good person. He had stood in the pulpit and preached the word to others who believed it, and they changed their lives through it, and all of whom had been raptured while he had been left behind. It was at that point that he realized he was not living out his life as he had preached, nor as instructed in the Bible, but had only gone through the motions to do something he thought was good. This was an eye-opening moment to me. I remember panicking and thinking, what about my life? Do I know that I'm living as God intends? And would he say, well done, thy good and faithful servant to me? I wanted to share this today because God says it's important that we all measure ourselves against the only place that has no bias of how it was raised or the culture it's been raised in. The only source for pure, unadulterated truth, and that is in the scriptures found in the Holy Bible. When we look in Matthew seven twenty-one through 23, it reads, Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter God's kingdom. The only people who will enter are those who do what my Father in heaven wants. On that last day, many will call me Lord. They will say, Lord, Lord, by the power of your name, we spoke for God and by your name we forced out demons and did many miracles. Then I will tell those people clearly, Get away from me, you people who do wrong. I never knew you. This is what was being described in my understanding as I read the Left Behind book and what had happened to that character, Bruce Barnes. As I looked at my own life, I realized Many times I did things for the church or for other people to impress them so they would see me as a good person or it would be a feel good for myself that I was a good person and living as I should. Now I realize some of those times I was just going through the motions, feeling like I was accomplishing a lot of things for God, but it was just busyness and going through the motions to emulate to others that I was who I proclaimed to be a Christian. And to be brutally honest, I see now that sometimes in my busy task, I would inwardly begrudge the task I was doing, in God's name, mind you, because now I didn't feel like it, or I wasn't currently in the mood to do it as I had been when I committed to it. And besides that, None of those people that I wanted to impress with the task were anywhere around when I performed them. And on occasion, I even asked myself, why am I doing this? So you see, my heart was not in the right place at the time I was doing something and not even in the right place at the moment I committed to it either, but rather so that others like my friends, my peers, or my pastor 
would hear me vocalize that I would take that project on and think that I was an awesome person for doing so. Lord, forgive me. Matthew goes on to say in verse 24, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. I guess I had part of it right. I had read or listened to God's word, and I was going through the motions of doing what God's word instructs, but the heart with which I did it was not right. But the scripture we just read tells me that in doing these things with the right heart and an earnest desire to please God, doing things as he instructed, that it means it will be good for us. It will strengthen our character and it will prove us out over time and help us to overcome hardships that we all face in our day-to-day lives so that we will be able to weather the storms in our lives and we will come out on the other side of the storm victorious. So am I saying that we should not get busy doing things for God until our hearts and our intentions are right? No, absolutely not. To get things right, it takes practice. And putting others before ourselves definitely takes practice. Just as you aren't a quality concert pianist, the minute you sit down to a piano for the first time, It takes practice and lots of it. And we are very me-minded people, especially in America. And we have to learn to love others as much as ourselves, And that takes a lot of practice. You see, had I not began to be active in actually doing things for God, I might not have ever realized that I didn't quite have the techniques down pat the way God wanted them to be done so that I could work on getting better at doing things with the right intention and the right heart. With a heart that was trying to love and care for others the way I loved myself as commanded. We all have to start somewhere in order to become who God wants us to be. So where do we start? John three sixteen through 21 For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. 
For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. So we start with believing in God, Jehovah, and his son Jesus, Yeshua, who died for our sins. Then, by studying God's Word, Old and New Testament, we learn how to walk out our life in the way He instructs as pleasing to Him. And as we walk through our days doing the best we can, confess all of our sins to Him with a sincere heart, asking forgiveness, and make a sincere effort to sin no more. And we share the good news with others along the way as we learn to live and love like God. I had shared earlier that I did not complete the series of books, and I will explain now. I was spending a lot of my free time reading them and had not read my Bible for quite some time. And one day while reading the series, I felt as if God spoke to my heart, and he told me that if I put as much interest and effort into reading his word as I did into reading a story written by man, then I would be learning what I desired to know straight from the source instead of through a mere human's perspective and understanding. So I quit reading them, and I tried to get better at reading the Holy Bible instead. Please don't get things twisted. I'm not saying you should or should not read this series of books. Obviously, I got something that was very profound and eye-opening for me by reading what I read, and we each need to listen to that still small voice as it instructs us individually as to what is best for us. I'm just sharing my experience. I have one last chapter I would like to share with you, and it gives those who believe and live a life for God great comfort and a hope for our future. And it's from John 14, and it reads, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, There you may be also. And whither I go you know, and the way you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him, and you have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. And Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father? and the Father in me? 
The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works' sake. Verily I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of by my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judah said to him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us, and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him, and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the fathers which sent me. These things I have spoken to you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, giveth I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it came to pass, that when it comes to pass, you might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. Amen. As well as encouragement and hope in that chapter, Jesus himself says in verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. In verse 21, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me 
shall be loved of by my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. And in verse 23, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our abode with him. And in the final verse 31, Jesus said, But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. So, even Jesus himself says the way he shows us that he loves his Father God is that he does the things his Father God gave as commandments to do. Even Jesus uses scriptures to assure his love for God, and we are told we are to do as Jesus did. So the Bible is telling us the only way to get an accurate and true assessment of our life is to use the same thing to measure ourselves with as Jesus did, and that is God's Word. Amen. As I wrap up here today, I encourage you to go to our website at msgofhope.com and on the podcast tab, you will find episode 36 where you can re-listen to this podcast and find the references for the scriptures we read together today so that you can study them for yourself and make any adjustments according to what God alone lays on your specific heart. We thank you so much for listening to our podcast and for helping us to spread the good news of Jesus Christ by liking and sharing with your friends. And if our podcast has helped you in any way, we would love to hear about that. You can contact us at msgofhope1 at gmail.com or on our website through messaging. This episode, number 36, What Are You Measuring Yourself With?, will be the last episode in our Series 1 podcast. We will pick back up shortly after the first of the year as we begin Season 2 in 2019. Now, as I log off, I want to bless you with a prayer given to the sons of Aaron. Ready? Let's pray. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Until next time, Shalom. Shalom.